0: Hello and welcome back to the show. Amy, I'm so glad to have you back as my co-host. This is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast with Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell. Amy, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful day out, you know gotta look at all the positives right that's that's right same 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 here of course it's san diego so i guess we (laughs) we we automatic i sometimes i talk to authors on the phone in the middle of winter and they're like please don't tell me i know you're in san diego i'm not gonna even ask how your weather is so
1: that's hilarious and true
0: we thought that we would break up the next three shows to focus on Goodreads, which is, I want to get really micro focused on some of these shows because we did, you know, the first four were somewhat broadly focused. I think we threw out a whole bunch of really great ideas, but now I think it's really time to get granular. And one of those granular pieces is Goodreads. Um, because it is such a big site, and I'm always surprised when I talk to authors on the phone and I say, hey, are you on Goodreads? And some of them say, I've never heard of it, and others say, I am, but I don't really know what to do with it. I don't know if I'm using it right. And Goodreads has over 800 million global members owned by Amazon, um, and it's, it just really, really is such a great place for authors to have a presence, I would consider it, I mean, Amy, I don't know if you agree, but I would actually call it one of the best social networking sites for authors and readers. Would you agree? Oh, I 100%
1: agree. I know social media and social networking can get really complex and it can turn into a big time suck when you don't have a really, you know, tight plan for Mm -hmm. what you're going to do, how much time you're going to spend, things like that. And so honestly, when authors are like, oh, I hate social media, please don't tell me I have to be on social media. It's like, okay, then please be on Goodreads, if anything. You know, yeah. That is the one that you should be on if you really are anti-social media for any reason or you just can't fit it in with everything else you have going on. Goodreads is the place to spend your time.
0: And Goodreads also requires a lot less care and feeding uh, than other social networking sites do. And we're going to go through that. So the first... This first podcast, we're going to talk about optimizing your account. For many of you, that's going to be setting up your account. So we're going to go through some of the basics. And then in the next podcast, we're going to uncover connecting with groups and readers and other authors. And then in the final show, we're going to talk about giveaways. So we've divided it up in a way that I think makes the most sense. And Amy is going to lead all three of these shows for the most part, because she is our Goodreads pro. She does all of our optimizations. She works with authors on setting up their Goodreads and their giveaways. And she's really, and I'm not just saying that, Amy, because you're here <laughs> <It's> <laughs> when you can hear this. But she you really are such a pro at Goodreads, and you've uncovered some stuff that I didn't know about um, that has really, really helped our authors. So let's start with setting up an account. Where does an author get started with that?
1: Yeah, if you don't have an account as a reader, just as a basic reader, get one of those. That's where you start. You should have a reader account. And then once you're in there, you can actually go and find your book because again, Goodreads is owned by Amazon now, which has been that transition was actually really fantastic because the systems are really linked. And so it's so much easier to find books because previously it really relied on manual uploads from authors and users and the Goodreads librarians. It's so nice that so many books just automatically populate on the site. Now, Um, if your book is really new, sometimes you have to add it manually if you want to do something right away, but otherwise the systems are linked to the point where eventually your book just shows up there. Um, So if you find your book, search for your book through the main search bar. Once you get there, you just click on your author name and that'll actually prompt you to claim your author profile and Goodreads will go ahead and approve you. It'll ask you a few questions, uh, which is great. And then you'll get an email confirmation from them. Side note, sometimes those email confirmations get lost in spam. So I would just set a reminder to check a week later and try to log back in. And if you see the author dashboard as
0: an option, you know, on your profile, then you know you're good to go. Oh, okay. Because it used to be that you had to obviously always start as a reader and then you had to have a librarian didn't you have to have a librarian add you as an author? Yeah, isn't that interesting? So now you get to submit yourself. You can still have a librarian do all of this
1: for you if you want to, but I'm going, I would like to encourage everyone to really take an active role in doing this yourself because that's really what Goodreads is about, Um, you know, getting in there and using it. So it's kind of like, nope, just get in the mindset that you can do this. You can figure it out. Goodreads, I will say is one of the most, user-friendly sites in regards to their they've really set up their processes to walk you through every step to get things done um i think it's very user-friendly and intuitive a lot more than people expect it to be i would say
0: that's great i love that they've made those th- th- that they've made those changes because it's taken um it, it takes a lot less time now to get set up rather than waiting on a librarian et cetera. Um, So talk to me a little bit about the features. So what are the kinds of things that you can include in your, or that you should include in your profile as you're going through and optimizing it?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So your bio, please make it fun, make it interesting, make it memorable. Um, I would say, unless you have a, a really big brand behind your name, like if you have a business or something like that, then you can write in the third person. But if, you know, especially if you're a new author, I think it's so much more personable to write it in the first person. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't just simply copy and paste your, you know, from your resume about who you are, unless that's really what your brand is about. Like be interesting, be fun. You know, you're introducing yourself to people that honestly, if we're being, you know, if they need to like you. <laughs> so think about that. Keep that in mind. Don't keep it so perfect and stuffy, you know, like be interesting, be fun. You definitely want to include your website if you have one. Um, if you don't have a website, uh, you can choose one of your top social media accounts that you're using. If you put it in, yep, if you put the URL in your Goodreads bio, it will link for you. So just keep that in mind because for some reason, Goodreads only has the option to include a Twitter profile as one of their official fields but you can you know the workaround for that is by including URLs in your in your bio your author bio and those will link so if you include you know your Instagram Facebook uh, I would recommend at minimum including your custom author central link uh, there's ways to if you don't know how to customize your author central link we have a lot of resources on our blog in our video program or shoot us an email it's really simple but it gives you a really custom URL to use pretty much anywhere in your email signature, lots of places like that. So it's just that one step above. Um, free downloads are another thing to mention in your bio. You know, you have to That's think great. outside of the box. Um, talk about things that you want to draw people's attention to. If you have a newsletter, mention it with a link. You know, if you have a lot of great Free content, bonus downloads, things like that. Put that in your Goodreads author bio as well, because again, they all link. It all, you know, makes you a lot more interesting. It really speaks to your brand and what makes you unique. And those are the kind of
0: things you need to keep in mind when you're creating your bio. That's fabulous. I love that, and I love your tip for the. Um, I love your tip for the URL. As well as not, you know, not just relying on Twitter because not everybody is on Twitter. And no, I know, yeah, yeah. A lot of fiction authors in particular are on. Um, you know, they're on Instagram, right? And so they must have something. It,
1: I've always found that interesting. And at some point, um, maybe I should write somebody at Goodreads and ask them like <laughs> where that where that came from. Like, why Twitter of all places does that still have a dedicated field? Um, You definitely want to link up to your blog. That is an option that they give you. That is a dedicated field to link your blog. So all of your blog posts will show up there. It just, you know, it's one of those things like, okay, do I really have to do that? Are they going to sit there and read my blog on Goodreads? No, not a lot of people will if we're being totally honest, but I will tell you what it does. It shows everything you have in your arsenal as an author. You know, it, it shows that you have a blog. It shows that your website has stuff going on. I think a lot of times people forget about those those details, Penny, that that show, you know, how much there is behind your platform and your brand.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I just made a note to myself about adding more video to my Goodreads because I forgot about I forgot to do that. Yes. Video is that Goodreads has a video
1: option as well. Um, they, you can, they support YouTube or the platform live stream, live stream. So you want to use one of those and that, that syncs up with, with Goodreads. Um, it's definitely, I think video, especially now has a spotlight on it. Um, and so those are really important if you've done any video or just, you know, create one. I think uh we're going to do
0: a show on video I think at some point right Penny. Yeah, we're going to do a show on doing more video. But that's really interesting. So for the YouTube, so if you have a YouTube channel, you can does it does it import the video from that channel or do you still have to separately upload the video?
1: Yeah, you still have to separately upload it, but it's interesting for some reason Goodreads asks you to get the, you know, the sharing link from either YouTube or live stream. Okay. So That's those are the, fantastic. Yeah. So those are, but yeah, the trailers. If you have a book trailer, again, we're gonna stay tuned. <laughs> we will do an entire show on video. Yeah. Um, but it's really not as scary as a lot of people think. So you know, just kind of shake off those fears. It it can be super casual, but it's so
0: personable. You know, nobody can copy what you can do in a video for your audience. Right. And I will tell you that my hand is raised right now because I am the first person to say I really hate video. And Amy and I worked together long enough that she's heard me sort of sing that song about, oh my gosh, I'd really rather not do video. But uh, we are going to do a separate show on video. You can have a lot of fun. You can do a lot of really, really great fun stuff with it. And it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, you don't have to be Steven Spielberg to make something that people will watch. The other (laughs) thing I wanted to mention too, is that linking up your blog is great, but remember, don't link up anything on Goodreads that isn't being updated. So if you have abandoned social media accounts or a blog that you haven't, you know, used in a while, don't link it up. Don't show it. Um, because people will, you know, you don't want to show something that you haven't updated, right? That's very true. That's a
1: very good point. We've discussed that I think on previous shows because it's really important. Because I think a lot of authors, rightfully so, get caught up in showing that they're everywhere because that's what you know what I mean. They're they yeah. they feel like I have to do that in order to be legit. But it's not really. That's definitely not the case. You only want. To highlight things that make you look good, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Very good point. If you haven't updated your blog in a while, hold off on that. Get a few posts updated, you know, and then and then link it
0: up. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. So, what about bookshelves? So, talk talk us through what you do with the
1: bookshelves. Bookshelves are really fun, and bookshelves are very personal. Um, I've seen some hilarious names for bookshelves. And oh really? I, oh yeah, I love it. And it's like now that I say that, it's like oh, you should have had way more examples at the ready. Um, <laughs> but it's true. I've seen a lot of uh, thriller bookshelves that are specific to the type of um, the type of crime, or you know, like thriller books with murder, thriller books with. And it's so funny because I'll be looking through here and I'll catch myself laughing out loud reading what people name their bookshelves because they like to keep their books really, you know, specific to Whatever they're in the mood for which is absolutely brilliant. Oh my god I I know and I think it also, you know for authors it speaks to how involved and invested readers are on this platform Yeah, which is what, what should matter to you most so Use bookshelves as an extension of your personality is is what I like to recommend. So create some shelves based on the things that you like and start putting books in there that you both that you've read that you can rate, you know, rate them, give that author, you know, a rating and then put them in your shelf. And then also, you know, shelve some books that you're interested in reading or even interested in researching as part of some friendly market competition, you know, But yeah, use the bookshelves option as an extension of your personality because I promise those kind of details really stand out to readers because they will check out your shelves. And if they're basic, you're going to seem basic. But if they're unique and different and entertaining, that
0: is going to make you look really good. And I want to offer a challenge to some of our listeners. If you have an entertaining bookshelf, tag me in social media, whether it's um, at bookgal on Twitter or the real bookgal on Instagram, tag me on one of those two sites and let me know because lo- I'd love to take a look at, at your bookshelves. And I know Amy would, would love to take a look at your creative, how creatively you have named your, your, you've titled yourselves. That's such a good idea. I know. Isn't that fun? It is fun. And then everything that I read on my Kindle app also shows up on my bookshelf, right? Yes, exactly.
1: And I (laughs) remind, actually, I laugh now that you say that because I have, we remind our authors of that as well, that, you know, if you're a really private person, keep that in mind. (laughs) Oh, right. Right. (laughs) Which I think is, is great. And honestly, I think it's, you know, honesty is the best policy, but it is kind of funny when you see somebody that writes in, um, you know, a very specific genre, but perhaps they just have like a a shameless, indulgent, you know, completely not expected genre that they like to read in, you know, and those start popping up. It's like, well, that's interesting. So it's like, you know what, just go ahead and own it and name that shelf appropriately for that, you know.
0: <laughs> right. Well, then, you know, all those jokes, another, pleasure reads. <laughs> right. Another example of this is some years ago, we worked with an author who wrote a book about how to um, how to get over being a shoplifter. So oh my God. That's maybe, that's maybe <laughs> an example of a book that you don't necessarily... It's like, wow, I didn't know that about this person. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh, I love yeah. that. That's
1: hilarious. Yeah.
0: Um, OK. And then so what else can we do with our with our profiles? Obviously, you want to add your books. Um, you know,
1: it, it, sometimes they populate, sometimes they don't. Again, I don't, you know, Goodreads has not shared their deepest inner workings with me. Um, but definitely just go through and add your books. And like I said, this is where Goodreads really shines. It's very easy to do. There's a dedicated section on your profile where, you, where it shows your books. And, you know, you just click on add a new book and they will walk you through it step by step. It's very easy, but make sure all your books are on there or certainly all your books that you're proud
0: of. (laughs) Right, right, right. Good point.
1: (laughs) Maybe those really early releases that are duplicates or something like that. But actually it's a good reminder too that, you know, maybe you forget that you've got duplicate editions floating around on Amazon. So when you look up something on Goodreads, it's going to show you everything that's there. Um, and maybe that'll be a good reminder to go in and clean some of that stuff up too.
0: And you can also add quotes, right? Because you have, you've encouraged me to do that on my Goodreads page. Oh yeah. I think quotes are really
1: another, again, it's an extension of your personality. I think quotes, if you write in nonfiction, especially are really great. It shows people where your focus is, what you're good at, what you really shine you know, um, and then I think fiction ones, obviously quotes from characters are really fun. Like if you've got a really fun character um, that you're especially proud of, I think quoting your characters is really great too, because it also gives people a little taste of what that book is about, you know, kind of like what the, what the theme is, what the feeling is in that book. So that's a fun way to use that section as well. Oh,
0: that's fabulous. Now the, uh, the other thing that is fun, and it's a little bit hard maybe to talk about this because we're not, Sharing your screen and all this other stuff like we do in our um, in the video, uh, the Amazon Master Video Class. Mm-hmm. But topics mentioning the author. Tell me what that is, because you walked me through that one time, and I thought that was just fabulous.
1: Oh yeah, isn't that interesting? So, and it's kind of you have to scroll. It's towards the bottom, um, but your Goodreads profile as an author, your author dashboard profile, will show you where you have popped up in conversations on Goodreads. Um, So that's really interesting. And basically, you know, the very simple way to look at that is if you're not participating in group discussions and you're not really putting yourself out there to interact with people on Goodreads, that section will be blank. Or, you know, Penny, when we originally started chatting about that, it was, you know, I don't think you've been mentioned in something for a while. So that just reminds you, it's like, okay, Here's a good place to focus some of my time. So that is a great section to kind of, um, I think, encourage you to stay active in your groups and things like that. So you, you know, so you start popping up and you can see like, oh, look, like give yourself a pat on the back if you've been
0: mentioned recently, because that means you're doing what you're supposed to be doing on Goodreads. That's fabulous. And this is actually a great lead into the next show. Um, Amy, can you tease what we're going to talk about in the next show? Yes, we're gonna talk about
1: groups. Groups are, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, oh, this is next level. It's one thing to go in and customize your profile and make it look really great, um, which is the first step. So you have to do that. But the next level of using Goodreads where you really start networking and getting to know readers
0: is using the groups. That's fabulous. I'm so looking forward to that. So we're going to do that in the next show. And then we'll talk in the next show about what we're going to do in the third show. Amy, thank you again so much for joining me on this uh, podcast. And thank you all so much for listening. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell. And we are so pleased to offer this. Um, hopefully it's helpful. And we'd love a review. Leave a review. Now that we're on iTunes, please do leave us a review and uh, also let us know what you think. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.